Hi guys, this is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. Let's go while we're young. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. B-Y-A Bushwood. <laughs> no Corey Collins and no Casey Earl Flynn. They're both off enjoying their uh their our little break in our in our our BYA Bushwood like PGA schedule because we, we take a few weeks off before the British Open or the Open Championship, I guess is the right way to say it, but in their stead. I am joined by the B-Yappin Live Golf Correspondent, Brock White. Welcome, buddy. Welcome back. Glad you're here. I'm glad to be back, man. Let's fucking have one, eh? Let's. And it's a, it's a big weekend, man. It's a big one to have be had. You know what I'm saying? Um, Live Golf, you know, the first tournament that they did in London, it was new. It was fresh. Everybody was like, what the fuck is going on over there? Right? Like there was a tension built into it. Now they're doing their first event in the U.S. They have grabbed a few more named golfers that we'll talk, talk about in a bit. And this is the first time they're going like head to head with a PGA event. Now it's the John Deere classic, right? Like it's not like a TPC event. It's definitely not a major, right? But they're going head to head against the, uh, like a big PGA event. And um, yeah, what are your thoughts going into this big second weekend of live golf? I just can't believe what an absolute treat fell into live golf's lap for their second tournament. The John Deere classic has an absolutely nauseatingly untalented field and that was a big thing with live golf's whole thing was oh it's a limited field they only have so many you know good players well now they first time they go head to head with their arch nemesis they have by far the better field and i think uh this course is going to be a lot more entertaining than the course in Iowa at the John Deere Classic. Well, that's interesting you bring that up because I was definitely going to go there. Oh, uh, I was definitely going to go there. Um, this course isn't something that's like in regular rotation by any tour for the most part that we pay attention to. Um, but there's some history on it. Like it's got it's been around for a minute. Uh, what do we need to know about? Um, it's something about a pumpkin, right? Pumpkin Hills or Pumpkin Grove or Pumpkin. So they are playing at Pumpkin Ridge. I was, hey, like I said, something with the pumpkin. It's uh, 20 miles west of Portland in North Plains, Oregon. Which is weird because I didn't think there was much west of Portland other than cliffs and rocks and Pacific Ocean. I guess there is um, some little... There must be a little buffer between the city and the water, and that's where. And that's hey, man, where I'm, this... I'm with you. Like, apparently, there's 
is enough enough room for 36 golf holes. Wow. Sounds like so, a lovely I bet it's I bet it's uh idyllic. Like I bet it look really looks cool. So if you're familiar with uh the the band and dunes site, this is not quite as dramatic, but it's absolutely mm. gorgeous. Uh typical Pacific Northwest kind of link style course. It, uh they have like I said, 36 holes. There's two 18s. Uh, the one you might know is called Witch Hollow, which was the host site in 1996 when Tiger Woods, who you might have heard of. Heard of the guy. Heard of the guy. Anything uh, ever come up with his career? I mean, I remember that being a big deal, but did ever? Yeah. So this is where Tiger won his unprecedented third straight United States amateur. It's a par 72, a little over 7,000 yards with kind of sloped fairways and big greens. Uh, you think, seems- like, think about it. Well, let's let's take, let's go back to 96. Okay. It's 1996. There's all these, uh, you know, stuffy, rather rich, rather pale parents who have their kids that they've invested tons of money into, and they've been taking them all around the country to play in all these amateur events. And they're just getting smoked year in year out by this kid that doesn't really look like everybody else and is named tiger. And they're sitting there and they're looking at each other and they're saying, we've got a problem. This guy's not going anywhere. He's going to be around a while. Three straight amateurs like that was that must have been one hell of a weekend because it was probably right around then that he was like, yeah, I'm done with this amateur shit. It's time to go make some real money. (laughs) Yeah, I do believe he went to Stanford for think a year or two and then went to the PGA. Yeah, it was definitely two years and he was still playing in amateur events. Well, I mean, that's what everybody does when they're playing in collegiately. But I mean, those pasty kids didn't stand a chance. I mean, he's half black, half Asian, <laughs> super athletic, super focused, super hardworking. It's not even about what his background is. It's like how much fear he struck in the in the all European background, you know, of the of the establishment prior. That oh, for sure. Time. And, and I bet you is, he went, he probably went right from this event west of of Portland. He probably went right from there over via a very nice limo or something, right over to Beaverton to have a meeting with Nike and talk about their future together, you know, because he was right, it was right about that time where they were like, We're gonna, we're gonna push all our chips in on golf. Uh, I would go one step further and say Phil Knight probably landed a helicopter on the driving lane range and said, hey, let's have a chat. Hey, kid, what are you doing for dinner? Grab your dad. Me and Earl are about to be buddies. Yeah, we're about to be best friends. <laughs> oh, but man. So, just to get back to Pumpkin Ridge real quick. Yeah, Pumpkin quick. Ridge. Uh, they also have another 18-hole course called ghost creek and it's par 71 about 6900 yards if you tip it out and this course is actually fully open to the public it'll cost you about 90 bucks to play 18 with a cart oh so there's a there's a public course and a private course on the same property 
Correct. That's and pretty cool. Is that is that common? I've never even I don't think I've ever heard of that. Well, where I work, we have 27 holes and the 18 whole course is members preferred. So if you're not a member, you can get on. Right. But basically, if you have a tea time for one o'clock on a Saturday and a member calls and says, hey, I want a tea time for one o'clock on a Saturday. Guess what? You you're just got bumped. bumped. Yeah. yeah. But the nine hole course is wide open. Oh, that's at our, cool. At our, so it's kind of a good way to stay profitable if you're like running the property. Oh because yeah, and also you're you're regularly introducing um, non-members to the grounds. You know, like hey, yes. thanks for coming and checking out the course. You you should consider joining. Then you get to play the real good holes over there, right? Well, and that's a, we actually have a lot of that down here at my course, Pelican Point. Shout out, <laughs> shout out. Uh, we have a lot of guys that you know because they do like a lot of monthly specials on the nine hole course to where, Hey, you know, for 200 bucks, you can play this month unlimited and they'll like it so much. They're like, well, what's a full membership membership right. and bang. Nice. Yeah. Good. Good. They good. literally it's, go in the, it's the whole go in thing the pro with, shop and run a credit card. Exactly. Yeah. It's the whole thing with crack, you know, you give everybody the first hit free and you got, you're like, look how good it is. And next thing you know, they want in, you know, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Enough about crack. Let's get back to pumpkins. Um, <laughs> this it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be gorgeous. And uh, what what else do I need to know about this course? Like, what kind of a golfer? Um, like, what kind of a golfer would find success here? What who fits? Who who from the live from the live uh, uh, roster kind of fits this kind of this kind of course? It's kind of hard for me to narrow this down. I tried to as best I could, and I'm probably going to be 100% wrong just because I'm saying this into a microphone. It's a rule. It's just a rule. Yeah. When you yeah. share your picks, you know, yeah, the world so, laughs at you, right? Every once in a while, it all works out. And you know what you got then? You got receipts. <laughs> and when exactly. that happens, you get to talk all the shit you want. But more often than not, because we've chosen to talk into a microphone, we're going to be wrong about shit. All right. So go ahead and get ready to clip this so that I can have my receipts. <laughs> so I looked at all 36 holes. Uh, they don't have like a flyover video on their website that you can play. So you just have to look at the pictures, which an artist rendition. Never that good. I have heard rumors that there's a possible... Like they'll play intermittent holes from each course or maybe alternate nines or something. I haven't got heard any of that through the live golf people like on Twitter or anything like that. But uh, back to the course and what golfers just looking at it. I mean, 7,017 yards is not that long of a course for these guys. For me, that is, you know, that's a lot of three shot par fours. But uh, I'd like to see, you know, some of the bombers, you know, Phil loves hitting bombs. Bryson, Sergio can still stroke it. Dustin. You know, Matt, Matt Wolf, DJ, Brooks. And Carlos Ortiz is, can put can put some 
yards behind the ball too. He he just jumped this week, I heard. And then like some other guys, uh Abraham Answer, Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood, Martin Keimer, all maybe don't hit it as far as you know DJ and Brooksy, but they hit it straight. And they have the iron game that can get to those tucked pins on, you know, these are pretty large greens. I forget what the exact acreage was on the each 18, but it, it, they have large greens. They're kind of so short holes, short holes at altitude, large greens. It sounds to me like somebody's going to like own these three torn these three rounds. Somebody's going to be like, 21 under that's what i'm hoping for but it's really gonna take it's gonna be up to the iron play because like i said the fairways are very undulated and sloped so you're gonna have a lot of up, you know downhill below your feet or uphill you know so it's really who can just work and really like i said it's a short course so basically who can find the fairway and who can be the best, you know, seven iron through sandwich. Yeah, this is going to be fun. We're going to get to see some really good golfers just go at each other's necks here. And you know what? It's probably going to be somebody we we don't know. It's probably we're going to learn. We're definitely going to be introduced, you know, just like the first live event in London or in England. Pardon me. We're going to be introduced to some guys. You know, there were some people then that were really interesting and um, they're going to be back. And then we're going to see, you know, some really great golfers go at a course that's like gettable. You know, I don't know. Um, listen, there's one question that I, I have a couple other questions, but there's one that I'm like, it's just kind of killing me. Have we found a place to lay action yet? Like, like, do we, do we need financial backing and do I need to like design a website? Cause I can have the site up, like give me like 48 hours and I can have a, a site up that we can take action on. Um, <laughs> the question is, can we, can we handle if, if everybody picks the winner, can we handle the first couple losses? Because after a minute we'll be up, like, should we set up, a live golf online wagering situation where one of us has to move to a shady country and operate it. I think we should, but I'll qualify that in saying, I don't think it's good to send a ginger to the Caribbean. Well, I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little advice. When people like you move to the Caribbean, the move is this. Pay a little extra for AC and enjoy the moonlight. Just sleep on it. It's too dangerous for you to go outside. Go out, enjoy your night, enjoy the and like because night times in the Caribbean are awesome. They are a lot of fun. There are very few parties that go off like the island parties, you know. Uh, nobody knows if you haven't been, you'll never get it. But living in the Caribbean, very nice if you can handle that sun. If you can't handle that sun, you just don't go outside during the day. That seems fair. That seems fair. Uh, Also, as long as I don't have to go in the ocean, I'm good to go. Like, no, we could. uh, The the other great thing about certain islands in the Caribbean, not all, not all, but certain islands in the Caribbean is cost of living is pretty affordable, right? Things don't always happen quickly. Like when you have to get like things fixed at your house, like the plumber doesn't always get out there right away, but. But 
when when everything's running smoothly and stuff buying a house buying buying property isn't brutal so if we are forced to like have a presence a residency in let's say aruba or some other some other island nation that's um okay with us operating online gambling uh site uh maybe i we should probably call like saint kitts and saint nevis maybe they'll they'll be okay with us the point is we'll be able to get a small house that you know to operate this business out of and it will have a pool so you'll be fine you don't have to go in the ocean perfect yeah sign me up let's do it head to the bank tomorrow and uh let me know when uh you know, I have to. I think I think I need to renew my passport. So yeah, that's key. That takes a few weeks. So get on that now, and uh, we'll get. And yeah. I'll, we'll go from yeah. there. So uh, I, so no place to gamble on this yet. Greg, or sorry, McGee. It, would, it doesn't matter. I, I, I you know, I, you can call me asshole. I'll still. I'll. I know who you're talking to. All right. So McGee, I went, and this is very painful for me. I went to page two of Google. <laughs> page two of looked at the whole list nothing nowhere so that's Crazy. why i need to get my passport renewed and move to aruba because there Where? there's money to be made if you i was looking at it yesterday just hashtag live golf was like number 26 trending in the world Oh, there's people that are interested in this there. And I just I can't believe we haven't figured out why it's not available or we haven't heard it. Why? Because I am pretty sure it has something to do with the fact that this has some way related to Saudi Arabia and they are very anti gambling. Um, But at the same time, you brought in Phil. How anti gambling are you? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'm, it's curious to me that I can't gamble on it. I wish I could. If I could, I would look for some sort of way. I would just bet both of the Cocos. Like oh, both Chase Brooks. and Brooks. Yeah, because you're gonna get you have a you have a favorite and you have a real long shot. But you got you know it's quite possible that the two of them out there together are gonna bring the best out of each other. Wasn't. The brother was was caddying for Brooks when he won his first major. You know, like they're going to be out there, you know, at some point, maybe in like the first day, they're going to be in the same group. It's going to be fun to watch. Mom and dad are going to be so proud. It's beautiful. Well, Brooks is a team captain, so he's I still don't know about this week's draft, but he has a chance to have his brother on his team. Exciting. I love it. So, I mean all the families and super hot girlfriends, wives can just walk together. It'll be a great. The real problem will be if he doesn't pick his brother. If I'm, if I'm a team captain and let's say Brooks has the six pick and I have the five pick, I'm picking his brother and forcing Brooks to do some sort of negotiate, some sort of trade with him. See, I was kind of, I was watching the uh, Brooks Kepka. Pat Perez, Patrick Reed uh, press conference just before and they asked him about his brother Chase and I was actually kind of hoping Brooks would just be like, no, fuck that guy, I'm trying to win. Yeah, but if he's trying to win the group, the the, the team, that it might not hurt to have Chase on the team. Chase is pretty good golfer as far as that second tier of golfers in that um 
in the live. You know what I mean? Like all the best golfers are 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 captains like him. Chase isn't isn't a bad next option. You're not wrong. I was just kind of hoping for some of that, you know, brotherly jousting. Yeah. Or something like that. I wonder. They seem like the kind of guys that, like, got along really well as kids. Like, that seems like that kind of family that was, like, super close doing all kinds of shit together. Yeah, and also, like, Brooks isn't really, like, the big joke guy or... He's kind of a serious dude, which makes me think they probably played a lot of golf as kids. Honestly, I think they probably just did everything. Like today we're golf golfing, tomorrow's wakeboarding, then we're going to the batting cages, and then we're going bowling. It's some real Florida shit right there, man. (laughs) Like just doing everything. Yeah. Um, all right. So here's the next question. Now there's two Cocos. Now there's a Matt Wolf. Now that the greatest Mexican golfer ever is playing in live, which makes me wonder if there's a, a tournament in Mexico coming up soon. Um, probably is. They're probably playing at the in Mexico City somewhere. Um, who's next to make the jump? Who's the next? Who's the next big name to join the live? So time, baby. What I've been hearing on the old interwebs there is that none of the Canadian golfers want to be the first Canadian to go. But once one goes, all the good ones are going to follow. Is that because of a pre-existing anti-American bias and they don't like that it's the Professional Golf Association of America, PGA of America? Why is it? Why I'm I'm just making that up. Like, why are the Canadians ready to all bounce? I don't know. I mean, Canadians are fucking weird. I I, mean, I happen to really like Canadians. I mean, I love them. I love hockey. Uh, love. I don't. Kenny I think hockey's and, stupid, but I like I like Canadian people. But uh, that's just something I heard over the last couple of days, multiple times. I I'll give you two names, and I have reasoning for both. Okay, I love it. Who you got? Name number one is a Mr. Richard Fowler. Yeah, I see that one coming. The fact is, he's like, he's past the the big money top point of his career. But like, goddamn, he's he's got to enjoy those private planes. And like, he's got to get whatever he can out of this career quick. You know what I mean? Before he's, you know, he, we're just not going to see him win a whole lot more. TPC at Sawgrasses, you know what I'm saying? Well, also, he barely has any status at all with the PGA. Why is that? Barely. You mean, oh, just because of his, his he, winnings have been in, in, in TPC and other events and not in a whole lot of PGA events? Well, he's just, so he had that, I think it was about a year or two where he was crushing it and wearing orange all the time and had that awesome yeah. mustache. Yeah, oh, we remember. Won the, the players. Was on the Ryder Cup, all that. Remember he was the only single guy on the Ryder Cup? <laughs> I remember that. Everybody and, uh, else was married and taking pictures oh, yeah, of their yeah, wives, yeah. and he was just sitting there like with a goofy smile on his face. That was Ricky Fowler. Like That was Grace. You know what I mean? That was the high point of his career. Was that photo right there. But he hasn't done shit since that photo, basically. And now all his exemptions are slowly running out and he's 
dropped in the world rankings. He's not high enough on the money list. Like he has trouble getting to PGA events. Yeah. But well, I think a- you're, I mean, I, I see the logic in him jumping. If I'm his financial advisor, I'm having the conversation with him. Like, dude, you need to be on live, like call and see if somebody's sick and not playing this weekend. Like you have to move over to that tour. He should tell him he'll play the first event for free. Yeah, something. I mean, like it'd be right. foolish of him not to be not to be on that tour. All right. So my second player. Yeah, I'm excited. Mr. Matt Kuchar. Cooch? Why? Well, the guy obviously loves money. Are you making a Skechers commercial joke right now? No. It's about uh, how Liv Golf is going to pay his caddy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't believe I didn't fucking notice. I remember that. I fucking love that. I've talked so much shit about that guy for not tipping that guy in Mexico. He could have changed that dude's life, man. And I know he paid him something or other, but if he had just given him standard fucking 10% when he won that fucking tournament. Oh, my God. I can't believe that was good. Great. If if you caddied for me and I was a millionaire and I guaranteed you 50 grand and then I won and told you, hey, that 50 grand's good. Don't worry. Yeah, if if we agreed to 10%, it'd be like 180 grand. Yeah, exactly, man. What a but shit, we, man, dude. What a yeah. cheap fuck. I used to love Matt Kuchar, and then he did that, and now I'm just like, I hate that guy. Yeah, no, yeah, him and his fucking sketchers, dude. Whatever. What a douchebag. Yeah, so I just see him going because he's obviously a greedy bastard. And it is kind of like a whole bunch of bad guys, dude. I love it. It's all the fucking villains, dude. It's really kind of cool. Like, I really I, hope- I, I understand there's a lot of people that don't like this and everything, but I think it's fucking awesome. I, I love this. I love that it's happening. Well, for those of us who aren't subscribed to AARP magazine, it's great. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, do I have any other questions for you? How's your how 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 are you, how's your memory of my fucking ideas going? Oh, I think you've done pretty good. Yeah, I think I got everything. Other than, give me one reason why I should watch the John Deere Classic as opposed to Live Golf this weekend. And one reason why I should watch Live Golf instead of the John Deere Classic this weekend. Wow, that's yeah. Uh, you should watch the John Deere Classic this weekend because eventually they'll show like that giant ass backhoe that has the driver head attached to it and hits the giant (laughs) golf ball. (laughs) And they'll probably have one looking like it's parked like on in in, like on top of the water in one of the, in one of the, in one of the fucking, um, in in one of the spots on one of the holes, you know what I mean? It'll look cool. Just like there's always like a car parked in the fucking middle of the the water on 17 in Sawgrass. Like there'll definitely be a tractor parked on top of the water somewhere. Also, uh, they used to have the best T markers when they would just have like little die cast tractors as their T markers. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like little, like little Hot Wheels cars. Yeah. Like, but they're like tractors and backhoes and stuff. 
Also, All right. I well, that was pretty good. That was yeah. pretty good. Now, give me one reason why I should watch Live Golf this weekend. Uh, because they have actual guys who are good at playing golf. Uh, I'm expecting absolute electricity from the crowds. You know, Pacific Northwest. You look, the Mariners somehow get fans. The Seahawks fans are crazy. The Portland Timbers are an MLS team. Their fans are wild. Like I love the MLS. You don't have to teach yeah. me about that shit. You yeah. know, I love it's, soccer. It's a, it's a, like their fans usually go hard. And it's so a fun I'm, town, man. It's really a fun town. Those everybody there parties. Uh, even like the stuffy, annoying people drink in the afternoon. Like it's fucking. It's just kind of a cool, hip little area. So I have two more reasons why you should watch the live golf. Fire away. Number two. Let, let me hear him. Number one is Mr. Patrick Reed, Captain America himself. Is the no old longer... time thief. Oh, yeah. He's no longer with PXG, which is Parsons Extreme Extreme Golf. So I'm interested to see what bats he brings up to the plate when he gets out there. Nike. Oh, Nike doesn't make clubs anymore. Correct. And also, in his press conference today, he said something that I can't believe neither of us thought of with this shotgun start format. What's up? Everybody has to play in the same weather. There's no draw. Holy shit, that's a great point on his part. There's nobody playing early or late. Everybody's playing this weather. They're not playing the, the holes in the same order, but they're playing in the same weather at the same time. That's a great point. Yeah, so I literally had to pause the press conference because I was just like, I'm an idiot. How do, like, so if it's shit, it's shit for everybody. If it's gorgeous, it's gorgeous for everybody. Who's going to go to the lowest? That's a great uh, point, dude. That's a great point. Uh, the second reason is because... That was already two. This is the third. Oh, third. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not good at counting. That's why I work outside. <laughs> So uh, Sergio Garcia tweeted out earlier this week that he was changing his team name. They'll no longer be the Fireballs, apparently, which their logo was my favorite one. I, was I thought they were taking shots at every at every hole. Oh, that'd be dope. Like Fireball shots. Yeah, right. I thought they were. I thought it was like a team sponsor. So what's he changing the name to? And did he get like corporate sponsorship or somebody paying for naming rights is he going to be like the mastercard swipers or something like what did why are they thinking forward like this um do they need to hire me <laughs> i haven't seen any official release i certainly hope they're the mastercard swipers i'll buy that hat immediately <laughs> somebody call mastercard and tell them to hire me or or the live tour or the pga tour if they want to win this battle um I like that was easy. That was light work for me, buddy. That was easy. The MasterCard swipers. I mean, that came pretty quick. They should also sponsor the um the the award that goes to the baseball player who steals the most bases every year should be the MasterCard swiper of the year. And as part of winning, they should get like 
I don't know, like a half a million dollar on a prepaid MasterCard. And so, you know, like it should be part of the, the hey, good job being the biggest swiper on in the league this year. Here you go. Swipe away on behalf. You know, like it's just easy. It's just easy because if they won't do it, Visa will or Discover. They'll Discover is trying to get back in the game. <laughs> I mean, that's a great idea. But as somebody named Brock, who is named after Lou Brock, I'm going to have to go ahead and stick with the Lou Brock award. You Sorry. can call it the Lou Brock or the, the Lou Brock swiper of the year presented by MasterCard. It's not. All right. There we go. There we go. It's not hard, man. You don't have, I'm not saying, I'm not saying erase the history. I'm saying make more money in the future. And like, instead of a trophy, they get like an old school, like thief mask, but it's like, diamonds on it <laughs> or like a legit gold card like people have gold cards but theirs could be actual golds like ding. yeah i mean yeah i think we I, th- I think we figured it all out um all right not we we came to talk about live golf and we ended up making baseball better i mean with the stooge who's running it it's not hard Robot umps change the I'm name. Actually, of the I'm order. all for the robot umps. Yeah, same here. Yeah, that should have been five years ago. Uh, all right, this was fun. I'm excited to uh, to watch some live golf and talk to you about it this weekend. And uh, maybe we can pop on real quick next week and do a little wrap up. Um, and we want everybody. That's listening. Like, we can't just say goodbye. I got in trouble for this. Can't just say goodbye at the end of pods. I can't just be like, all right, Brock, talk to you later, buddy. Peace and end the pod. You know what I mean? I need to be uh, reminding the listener that BYA Bushwood is a part of the Bet Your Ash podcasting network. BYAPN. Be yapping. We be yapping all the time. And we be yapping over at betyourash.com and on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts and on Google Podcasts and one or two other places. But wherever you're listening, please share it, like it, review it, rate it, all, all great. You know, make us whatever you can do. We appreciate it. And um, uh, I think that's it. Am I forgetting anything, dude? I think we absolutely crushed this one. I mean, I'm a little biased, but. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're absolutely right. Uh, there was so much sincerity with the way you said it. I tend to believe you. I mean, I'm a pretty sincere guy. <laughs> All right, pal. We'll talk soon. All right, man. My name is Brock White, and I yes. be yapping. <laughs>